0: what is going on you are watching tags live aka talk about gay sex the live edition i'm your host steve v alongside cody maurice doggett how the hell are you cody
1: hello darling i'm doing well how are you tonight i'm doing really good this is thank you thank you wearing some merch
0: Hey, yep. thanks, podcast. This is episode 356, just as a reference point. And guess what? Next Monday night, we are celebrating five years of tags podcast the original podcast the og it's our five-year anniversary and you guys can join us next monday february 7th at 7 p.m eastern time it's a two-parter so part one is next month cody and our other yep our other co-host jeremy ross lopez will be joining us and it's going to be live streaming on this platform on Get Vocal platform, which we're really excited. Uh, You can find out how to join it by simply going to tagspodcast.com or go to our Instagram at tagspodcast. And in the description is a link to joining next week's five-year anniversary, part one of Tag's podcast at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And it's going to be a great way. We're going to reflect on the five years. We're going to reflect when... Cody joined the, the situation <laughs> when Jeremy Ross Lopez, who's been an OG of the show. I know, but right? It's a good chance to join us because you can ask us questions, anything you ever wanted to ask us. And then some, now's your chance to do that in a live video way. It's a two-parter, so then we'll do one the next week as well. But the first part is next week, February 7th. 7 p.m. Go to our Instagram at Tagspodcast. Click on the link and you'll see how to join it. Or go to tagspodcast.com. And we're re we're launching nice. a brand new community. It's called the Tags Sex Positive Community with all kinds of things that you can join for free or at different tiers. But it's gonna be sort of the backstage of Tags Podcast, and we're gonna it's where we're gonna continue. This the sex positive conversation Beautiful. on various ways, including some erotic
1: writing, which I'm dabbling Ooh. in now. Yeah. So I love that. But can we go Ooh. back for just two seconds? Yeah. I have to I have to answer questions on Monday about about anything, any any and everything. Well, you're used to it. You've got a
0: <laughs> you're actually used to it because you do it on this show like we're doing tonight. I do. And yeah. yeah, Lincoln and Jeremy are the two that I'm maybe a little bit worried about because oh. they don't do this that often. They, they pre-record and okay. you get the benefit. You're always in front of a live audience, so it's you're going to be good. Yeah. Don't okay. worry about I it. I started yeah. to
1: sweat just a little bit, but I, you're Not right. Thank no you. <laughs> so join us. That's
0: next Monday night. Uh, if you miss it, don't worry. The show will drop on Tuesday like it always does, but you'll be able to watch it on our YouTube channel. So beyond that, today is a really interesting day. Did you know the digits of today? Today is 2, okay. two 22 that is very in numerology. That's a very specific. Yeah, it's really in numerology. February of 2022 is the end of a 222 sequence that began all the way back in the year 2000. Okay. After this month, the next 222 sequence of dates will be in February of 2222. Oh, <clears throat> we will probably. I don't know if we're, we're going to be around that's or this not.
1: month, right? Two
0: twenty-two twenty-two. Um. 2022 no 2222 will be the next time that we see that so oh so what they're saying yeah we will not be around for that i don't but what <laughs> about
1: two twenty two twenty two? To, the yes, 22nd and, of February
0: yes and so that's good I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> the whole month so yes today's really significant and yes. some of the things why it's significant is it's re, it's all about pairing up love is the main theme for the month and two is oh. the number of partnerships and relationships. Um, oh. There there will be three particularly powerful dates, as you mentioned one of them already. Today is one of, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next two are February 20th and February 22nd. On these dates, the key is to approach life with balance and compassion and to seek collaboration with those around you in productive ways. I love oh. that because that's kind of what we're doing this month we're I'm collaborating, I'm working with you guys yeah. with our audience, our friends. Mm-hmm. We're embarking on this five-year anniversary in really productive ways. Not just, hey, it's a party, but there's so much that we're offering and I'm kind of looking for love now because I have two co-hosts who oh. are in their long-term relationships. So I want a little something, something myself too. So I'm. Let's um, go. Let's go. Double yeah. Date it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Two so and
1: two, two, two um, couples, two pairs of two. Just absolutely. You're a Cancer, correct, Cody? I am. I am. So I'm going to read you. My your... birthday's the 22nd of
0: July. You're on the cusp, or I or am no, on the cusp. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read you your astro- astrological report in this in this two, two moment that we're having. I'm so excited. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> Cancer. Think about all the ways that you've sacrificed yourself for others over the years, specifically when it comes to keeping peace in your relationship. February 2nd, 2022 is for you, is for you, is a door to living life on completely different terms. While, wow. compromise, while compromise is key in relationships, self-sacrifice is not. We should never have to talk ourselves into being happy or accepting something that isn't truly in alignment with us. Use this energy to embrace a more authentic way of loving and remember that anything that takes you further away from yourself will never be meant for you. Okay. What? That,
1: that is so freaky. I might have to get up and get off of this stream right now because... <laughs> oh, no, you I, won't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sit the hell down, bitch. <laughs> yeah, sit the down.
0: Calm your ass down. Calm, dial it back. Calm it down. down. <laughs> pour, pour yourself another cocktail. And that yeah. means
1: so much to me, though. I'm actually in... I feel like it's not really an argument. I feel like it's more of a debate and more of me being myself in my relationship right now. So it, to to bring us to the next level of our relationship, so it's that's freaky. I really kind of just. <laughs> I've got, I'll send you this. I'll
0: send you this, and this Please is really do. Uh, numerology is a real thing. I don't take these things lightly. Um, do your research. I'll post this on tags podcast the astrology on it. Uh Are you going to read yours? Sure. I'm a Capricorn and just celebrated my birthday. This will, so here's my report based on this numerology of all these twos that we're talking about. This Mm -hmm. will be an incredible time for love for you in the coming weeks. You are right on the cusp of believing in love again. So remember what I was just saying a second ago? I I'm, I haven't I been believing that. I haven't been believing in love but I've been be, before I read this believing in love again whether this means entering into a new relationship or even rekindling things with the current partner it's all about stepping into a more powerful and deeper connection by allowing yourself to have peace with everything that's happened including the choices you've made you will open up a new path of trust which will enable you to create the relationship you've always desired. Oh. Wow. okay now.
1: This is some wizardry right here. I don't know if you belong at Hogwarts. I don't know. You got on a sorting hat. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what's going on over there, but that this is amazing. I'm I kind of I'm here for
0: it. Get into the twos, you all. I'm serious. I will post this on Tags podcast. .com because i think um yeah why not uh, numerology is powerful it and is. even if you didn't believe in it why just it's kind of amazing to it's fun yes yeah and 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 just look into it because i think yeah. you know the divinity is so powerful
1: like that and it can open up pieces of you that you never even knew were there just by opening your mind expounding your mind just a little bit you may it might not even directly apply to your life specifically but as long as you're opening up your mind you said it might open up pieces of me i hope someone wants a piece of me (laughs) because (laughs) that's what i was that your horoscope (laughs) that's,
0: that's what i read in the fine print and that i'm gonna get a piece of something that i've been hoping for for a while so we'll see i mean (laughs) one listen numerology i'm hoping for a 10 beyond this so hey and every as 22
1: inches okay okay (laughs) exactly
0: we got to mention though on this episode in a little bit not just yet we're going to bring out a special guest gay guru coach brian madigan he's going to be talking about open relationships and so much more Mm -hmm. in just a little bit but we'll bring him out in a minute but before that Cody, you and I were recently talking about Kansas and yeah. the age-old laws that were ruled unconstitutional—sodomy mm-hmm. laws. Do you mm-hmm. remember that conversation that I we do. had? I really, laws? really do. I used to live in Kansas, so yeah. And we had that whole conversation about you living there and what was it life like? Um, laws, of, law, of flat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but. We didn't ask people to write in. We're still waiting for those responses for our our listening audience. From Kansas. Oh, girl. (laughs) But laws against against gay sex were ruled unconstitutional long ago. But Kansas won't drop its ban on sodomy laws. I couldn't help but talk about this next story, which could show Mm -hmm. with our democracy in such threatened states right now, I would Mm -hmm. argue. I mean, seriously, I just watch this whole thing about Florida right now on the news, right before we got on, on how the discussion, Governor Ron DeSantos is talking about even the mere discussion of gay, gayness or Mm -hmm. transgender is, is Mm -hmm. totally going to be outlawed in schools and books are going to be outlawed there too. Mm -hmm.
1: And critical race theory is out the window. Yeah. So with
0: that, with what we were talking about, about Kansas, uh, Iran just executed two men over charges related to sodomy. Iran executed mm-hmm. two men on sodomy charges on Sunday. Local human rights groups and media organi- organizations reported. The two men, um, I'll put them on Mehrad Mah- Karimpu mm-hmm. and Farid okay. Mohammadi were allegedly arrested about six years ago for sodomy by force, according to Iran's Human Rights Activist News Agency. The organization reports the two were killed in the Maragheh prison in Iran, and the two Iranian men were executed um, after being found guilty of charges related to homosexuality. Oh, no. Yeah, sodomy laws is essentially what it is. And we we were looking at their pictures and it's so sad to think. They were so handsome and beautiful. We talk about this stuff because we were just talking about something that ha- is happening in our own country that hasn't mm-hmm. really repealed or gotten rid of, of an age-old laws. against Antiquated laws. Antiquated exactly. laws right. or the enforcement of it, removal mm-hmm. of it. This, with what's going on in our country, does this make you nervous
1: that what's going on in our country right now, just because it's happening
0: around the world?
1: I'm always, I always try to stay vigilant when it comes to the rights of all people, not only our rights, but the rights of Black people, any minorities that you, that you might come, the gamut, the rainbow, basically, of of peoples and their rights. it makes me more adamant about fighting for our rights as people. And it makes me want to fight for the rights in other countries of of all people across the board. I think that occasions like this, incidents like this only remind you how easy and how close it is for our country to go to that state. I know it seems like we're far away from that, but not that even long ago. I, it's, it seems like we couldn't even be affectionate out in public. It's It's much closer than you think it, it was. And we didn't even have the right to marry until about, what was it, four years ago? So yeah. we need to make sure that we are vigilant in holding on to these rights and pressing forward for these rights, for not, not just for this country, but for all countries.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think in... The last couple years, we've been talking about so many of the hate crimes that we see going on against our community, and they continue to happen. But when there's conversations about our democracy, about simply talking about being gay, or Mm -hmm. books being banned, or critical race theory, books that are not being allowed... It's not that far off when we talk yeah. about a story and around happening. I mean, it's not to that level yet, but where are we headed? And everyone knows everything's a pendulum, mm-hmm. and it swings back and forth. But this seems a little bit this, and this is at you know allegedly one of the greatest times to be alive yeah. in twenty twenty two. But you still question, and the fight needs to continue, like you say, when you hear stuff like this because where are we headed? And if we just become complacent and we don't talk about it on shows like this, then it's things are
1: going to be intima- implemented. Exactly. In our, if, yeah. So. If people are not knowledgeable, then that's when they take advantage of us. So yeah. we need to make sure that we're knowledgeable and that we're fighting the good fight out there.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's at this time, we'll continue to keep an eye on that, that we bring in Brian Madigan. Thanks for oh, grabbing thanks. a spot. Hey, Brian. Hey. Good, good, good. All right. Well, we're so excited to bring our, uh, our guest today, Brian Madigan, gay guru coach, um, who reached out to us, and we're so glad that you did. Um, welcome to Tag's podcast. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'll, I'll start the conversation going. Okay, you, sure. um, you're life coach, but you call yourself a gay transformational coach. How how do you describe that and how does that differ from traditional, say, life coaching?
2: So if we look at traditional life coaching, we're really talking about advice giving, giving that sort of external perspective, sort of helping people see their lives in a bigger picture and helping them piece things together. The transformational coaching piece does that, but it also... It sort of takes a look at where you are now, where you want to go, and how we get you there. But through looking at things like negative emotions that are impacting you, unlimiting beliefs that are causing you to relate to the world or to yourself in ways that aren't particularly good, conflicting values, things that you know are important now, but maybe conflict with religious values you were brought up with, or or those kinds of things. And particularly, that's particularly, especially with gay men, there's a lot of that kind of religious programming that we have to overcome Mm -hmm. in order for us to actually be able Able to get ourselves on that path towards what we really want and sometimes even know what it is that we actually really want so getting all of that sort of negative programming out of the way before we start trying to set goals and trying to figure out how to get you there because we want mm-hmm. you actually congruent as a full human being knowing what it is that you really want and having the power to get there without all of that stuff in the way
0: and so many of us awesome. gay men come with so much baggage and trauma and you heard us talk just a minute ago about two two twenty-two and the significance and people looking for love right now. What I know you work with people wanting to look for love and relationships. What can you? We did a funny story the other day on a whole list of references that was some, somewhat tongue-in-cheek,
1: Cody. Do you remember mm-hmm. the list on what oh, a guy I wrote in the oh, Reddit yeah. thread? I remember what you said specifically. Well, yeah, yeah, I I mean, and some people wrote
0: things like six figures and, and, you know, I wrote, you know, I wanted like a huge 10 inch dick is all these kinds of things. (laughs) Who does it? Right. But what, how do you work? Tell us a little bit about working with your clients who are looking for love, particularly during this month of like love.
2: Yeah. So I think that, you know, we're all, Knowing what we what we want, okay? We're all yeah. gonna. He's got to have the perfect body. He's got to have the big dick, and it's all this superficial stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. That yeah. stuff needs to be on the table, but it's really not everything. And I think that's the biggest piece that people miss. So it's for me. It's not like I don't want to know what what you're looking for. Let's talk about who you're looking for. Who is yes. that person? What's he like? And not what does he do for a living necessarily. Although if you have passions in certain areas, those are going to be important because yeah. when it comes down to it you know, at the beginning, we can fall in love with just about anybody, that rush of new relationship energy. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to go for anybody who just triggers that in you, right? And <laughs> right. none of us really care what he's really like, doesn't matter. But, you know, as you move and things get more serious and start to get into each other, if you want to actually survive long term, you kind of have to have values that match, that sort of make sense together, that work with one another, not all of them. You want differences to create challenges and help each other to grow, but there have of common values you want to be looking for some of the same things in life so that you know that you've got this potential to build a life with somebody and that's a piece that a lot of us miss And, you know, I think it it speaks to this open relationship thing as well. Like relationship style is one of those things. People don't put it on the table. And the reality Mm -hmm. is if you need monogamy and your guy needs an open relationship, you got a big Mm -hmm. chasm to cross to figure out if you can make that relationship compatible. So it's looking a little bit bit deeper at what you really want,
0: you know? Well, here's a question just based on what you were just saying right now. How would you coach somebody if... I am going on all these dates, but I'm not meeting somebody that's compatible for me. What would be, how would you direct somebody?
2: First of all, figure it out out, figure out what it is that you're really looking for. Uh, you know, a lot no. of us go out, we go on a bunch of dates, we feel the guy's not compatible, but we don't really know why. So you're missing a piece, right? Knowing that the mm-hmm. guy's not compatible is great, but knowing why the guy isn't better idea of, why am I not like? Am I looking in the wrong places? You know, am I jumping on Grindr thinking I'm going to find true love? Not that it can't happen, but let's be honest. Happiness.
1: You know, and
0: just it happened
2: to Cody. <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: I met mine in a lineup at a bar.
1: So-
0: <laughs> oh, hey, A lineup.
2: <laughs> in a lineup yeah. Yeah. The sidewalk. Sale well, in a maybe had nothing better the to do. The sidewalk sale. Yeah. You. you never know. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's really helping them under, helping anybody understand why wasn't that date great? What was it about him that didn't work? So you can try try to, if you understand better what you're looking for, you're going to actually start to naturally filter for people who are going to be a better match for you. And again, it comes down to those deeper things. It's not just about the way he looks. Sexual chemistry obviously is really important, particularly for men, but that's easy enough to find the rest of it, not so much. And so that compatibility, it's really, are you only looking at the superficial stuff? Like, if the superficial stuff is good enough, maybe take a deep breath and see where it goes. Nice. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's amazing. I, I love your, your approach to coaching, what really brought you to coaching and coaching gay men specifically?
2: Um, I did a long, tiresome career in corporate information technology that was soul sucking and not working. And finally, a Mm -hmm. moment where I just I was, I had enough in my career in my financial life that I could say, you know, I'm just gonna stop. I'm going to figure out what I want to do. Spent a couple of years doing that. Then started decided that, you know, coaching is what I really want to do. I do energy healing and all sorts of other stuff as well. But that's really where I felt this is where I'm really making changes in people's lives. And for a while, I really worked mainly with women, kind of 40s, 50s, sort of my generation mm-hmm. of women. It was really nice. But I mm-hmm. thought, you know, my people need me. Like, I really need yeah. to be a yeah, voice for I'm a good. different way of looking like at life as a gay man at looking at love as a gay man, career as a gay man. And I wanted to bring that to the table. And I think that's where the whole idea of gay guru came up. There's a, I have a very strong sort of spiritual side to me as well. And I really wanted to bring all of that stuff. I want us to learn to be more rounded human beings. You know, I yeah. think it's great that we're sex positive. That's a big, huge gift that we give to the world. It but it can't yeah. be everything that we are. And I think people get lost in it,
1: right? Sustainable. Yeah. Oh, I totally, totally, totally agree. Um, So since we're talking about open relationships and, and I always get a little bit confused as far as like, polyamory and open relationships what do you see as the difference between the two as far as open relationships are or and polyamory are concerned
2: i don't think there's really a difference i think it's really just generational terminology and honestly it's straight terminology and and oh. somewhat queer and gay terminology like we love to talk about open relationships A lot of straight folk who are kind of in that same mode are talking about being polyamorous and all those kinds of things. And it all comes down to really personal definitions, right? Like what's an open relationship? Completely different thing to different people. What's polyamorous? Completely different things to different people. For me, I identify as poly. For me, being polyamorous simply means that I can love more than one person. Romantically love, hold them both in my heart have them in appropriate balance and I think the big piece for me is not to so get so carried away with that new relationship energy that my other relationship dies because I think I'm in love with the guy right yeah um, so that for me is what my definition is and for mm-hmm. me open relationship is about finding relationships. I like relate okay. I want I like to relate to people I want something a little long lasting a little more than a fuck buddy, a little more than a friend with benefits but not a partner somewhere in there right and finding okay. that kind of compatible. that's how I define them. My husband doesn't consider mm-hmm. himself poly, although he ended up with a boyfriend. So maybe he is <laughs> um, and, he, and when we embarked really on this journey together, he said, well, you know, I just want sports sex. Like, I just want to go out and have fun. I'm like, okay, go out and have fun. Are you okay with me going out and having relationships? Cause I get that that's going to be a little scarier and more challenging. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I think wow. we can figure that out, but you know, we'll have to sort of figure that out. And then a couple of years later, he randomly ended up with a boyfriend and together for a few years now it's a long distance thing um I've met him he's awesome I and I I totally get it you know I told I was really fun after I met him met him about nine months into the relationship we went out for a drink because I felt hubby there was just not going to help the situation okay. uh sitting down having a cocktail and I and I walked out of the meeting and I texted my husband and I just said hey you know what if he wasn't your boyfriend, we would probably be end day, end up being friends. So maybe that's going to happen one day because it's really great. So for sweet. some people, though, that's all you know. For some people, polyamory is about a third in the relationship or a fourth yeah. in the relationship. Yeah. So it's really it's, it's up. To, that's why it's so confusing because everybody has a different definition of what it means, and I think that's important. I agree. It's your personal definition.
0: Well, it sounds like for you, I mean, your husband is so fortunate to be with somebody like you, a a transformational coach that can handle this. And you guys have these conference conversations. Do you think a lot of people go into open relationships, kind of not really thinking it through on what that means? We were just talking about a guy on the show the other day that he has an OnlyFans and they started off (laughs) monogamous. And then they went into open an open relationship, and then they're moving on to um, polyamorous after that. But do you think a lot of people maybe where people get into a little trouble is they don't think it through of the what it really means to go into an open relationship? They don't think it
2: through at all. I'm a big fan of a while of monogamy, and I don't I don't preach this to people because people have to be where they're at personally i find that a period of time being monogamous helps solidify the relationship and for me builds the security i need to then be able to open up and not be completely like at sea trying to figure out how to emotionally navigate the jealousy and the anxiety and all the stuff that comes with it because it comes with it there's challenges that come with it and you can't pretend that those challenges aren't going to be there and that's important but i think the biggest mistake people make is they go to the table, it's usually one partner goes to the table and says they want an open relationship and they haven't figured out what it means for themselves yet. Mm -hmm. You have to know what you actually mean by that so that you can go to the table and say, okay, this is what I, I want an open and what I mean by open relationship is this is how I'd like to see things for myself. Okay, And then give your partner a moment to digest it and maybe a whole lot of moments to go off and figure out Number one, can they deal with what you're asking for? And number two, if they want to open, what does it mean to them? And that's kind of the way it happened with my husband and I. Like we stepped back and I said, this is what I want. He's like, oh boy. I said, yeah, I know it's a lot. So we have to (laughs) figure out whether that can work. But I also want you to think about, you know, we'd been together like 10 years and it was kind of like it was time. For both of us, and I think we both right. knew it, but we were both afraid to have the conversation. And he went mm-hmm. back and started thinking about it, and thinking about what he wanted to do, and those kinds of things. And then we had to come to the table. His issues were obviously mainly emotional. I'm worried about mm-hmm. you leaving me. I'm worried about you finding, you know, the next love of your oh, life. Wow. How are we wow. going to deal with that? Mine were more okay. I'm worried about STIs. I'm worrying about you being responsible. Well, because yeah. if he just was really looking to, yeah. to go out and get late so you know let's have it let's have it let's make sure we're both comfortable we know what we're doing um and then when he met when he met his boyfriend it was kind of like whoa okay and i didn't handle it particularly well because i wasn't expecting it he wasn't looking for it i wasn't expecting it and i was shocked I'm like, hold on. You're the one who said you didn't want another relationship. You couldn't handle another relationship. But now all of a sudden you've got this other relationship. Whoa, what are we doing here? Like, we gotta take a step back and I gotta understand what's going on, right? And there was some, you know, I felt, a part of me felt that trust might've been broken a little bit. I don't think that's really what happened. It really was random, but it took a while for me to receive that and say, okay, you know what? This was a random occurrence. He just happened to find this guy who's really cool and interesting and fun for him. Very, very different from him. It's been really good for him actually. And we've come mm-hmm. to a point now after it was, they've been together a few years. I have a lover who's kind of an on and off again. I don't know really what it is anymore, but, and we've been a couple of years and we've gotten to a point now where we're actually able to have conversations and, and help each other
1: with the challenges
2: mm-hmm. we're having in our relationships, which is really cool. Okay. And it's a really, it's brought us to a much deeper level in our own
0: relationship. In your, so,
1: oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you brought up some <laughs> of the challenges in having an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship. What are some, like jealousy and things of that nature? What are some of the unexpected challenges that you find? That come up in unex- uh, open relationships and positive. Poly- I think
2: mis- the biggest. I think really the jealousy piece is the biggest piece because people who think okay. they're going to be totally fine and totally cool are totally <laughs> fine and totally cool until they see you necking with another guy in the back. Uh, of <laughs> I'm super right? jealous, so I right. get it. I am, I am by nature, and My my ex. Uh, We opened up pretty early. He was a very, very liberal, sort of forward-thinking, sexual kind of guy and really opened me up sexually. And it just felt like the Mm -hmm. natural thing to do. And I was fine with him doing his thing because I was expecting it. But he wasn't expecting me to be behaving the way I was, particularly with, you know, I was all of a sudden into much younger guys, which was sort of a first thing for me. And it was really bothersome for him for a little while when he was, say, you know, I'd walk in a bar and five minutes later, I've got some guy in the back and we're kissing up the store and ready to go home. Oh my goodness. And he's like, whoa, that's, so I said, well, the way I met you. He said, yeah, but okay, that's right. I'm all, I get it. <laughs> so, you know, there's that discomfort. So we have to make decisions about those kinds of things, right? You know, some people love the idea of a third. They love the idea of a threesome. Navigating a threesome is really
1: Tough,
0: tough. You know, Brian. I was work. just gonna ask. I was gonna ask you that follow up. You know, I think a lot of people think that when they're been in the relationship for so long, that let's open it up but let's play together. I hear a lot of people say we just wanna we're gonna play together. Does that really work in general? It can it can, but there. Has but sometimes to be people really, deviate. Correct. Like
2: it's, one well, of first, them. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very difficult to find equal chemistry Mm, so if the the person you're bringing in when jack and i had our first threesome it was he was a really great guy i'm still in touch with him we're kind of still lovers fuck buddies every once in a while when i'm in the town he lives in we sort of hook up and it's fun and we all like each other and he was very very adamant that he wanted to give us an amazing experience and clearly the attraction was more between he and i but jack wanted Mm -hmm. to jump in and have some fun with us and he jumped in and have some fun with us and it was all good for everybody but a lot of times what happens is you have one person in the couple who's really attracted to somebody and the other person feels left out obligated to say yes and then Mm -hmm. a lot of attraction there so there's no reason to be jealous Feeling left out, yeah, feeling left out when you're sitting there watching your partner with somebody else is not a good feeling. So you need to work out beforehand what you're going to do to communicate with that with each other. And be very clear, very clear, our relationship is the primary relationship. And this person doesn't get to jeopardize that relationship, even if it gets uncomfortable, even if it gets uncomfortable for us dealing with with, with that third person.
0: Yeah, okay, I just I feel like I hear it all the time: communication, communication. And we could speculate Absolutely. so much on what we think we would want in our relationships, but you never know until you're really in it. Um, Silas has a question listening to us live right now, and he says, "How yes. would one work through those insecurities that you have?" Like, good question. I think. Up. Yeah. That come up. Own your stuff.
2: Own your insecurities really understand why you're insecure why you're feeling insecure don't it's very very important don't blame your partner for your insecurities however important to communicate that you're feeling insecure and important for your partner to honor that and to say, okay, maybe we need to take a step back and take a break from this while you figure out what that's about for you. Is it that you feel threatened? You know, why are you insecure? Why is this happening? So you can help, we can help you figure this out and then we can sort of move on again. Um, I think that don't go into this thinking that everything's going to be fine and nobody's going to have a problem because there's going to be challenges (laughs) and you need to be able to take a step back, Let's say, this is the primary relationship. This is the relationship we're trying to preserve. We need to honor each other and respect each other and love each other enough to deal with those insecurities in a healthy way. And when you don't, just honestly say you did not I I behaved like a dick. Sorry. I I wasn't (laughs) appropriate. I was mean. I was nasty. I blew up. I did whatever. Made a scene in the middle of a bar, whatever. Sorry, I did that. And how I was feeling. And I, you know, hopefully you can build a bridge and understand what's going on. It's a tremendously powerful potential for growth to Beautiful. navigate the, the, the ins and outs of, of any kind of open relationship.
1: Awesome. So it seems like we've took some time to cover what the challenges are. What do you see as some of the benefits to an, an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship?
2: I think that everybody goes into that looking for something. Okay. Um, You know, like my husband was looking for variety. Our sex life was great. It's not that it wasn't happening, but Mm he's looking for variety. Some people, at a certain point in time, particularly if one partner is much more sexual than the other, there's just a need, there's a There's a physical need that's not being fulfilled, and that can be a reasonable motivation to to mm-hmm. open up a relationship. Some people like me are looking for a different kind of person. My husband's like a go, 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 never wants to sit down and watch Netflix, man. I want a boyfriend who just wants to sit and watch Netflix <laughs> for a Saturday night, order <laughs> in some food, and just chill yeah, out, right. you know? And that's the
0: polyamorous side of it that you're referencing. That's the polyamorous, just, just, that's the polyamorous yeah, side. Yeah. Yeah. But that can be that's a good difference. Like yeah. It,
2: the terms are kind of interchangeable, right? Sure. But yeah, that's that's really for me, for me, that's what polyamory is about. Like, I want that relationship. I want like a nice guy that I can snuggle with and watch TV and have some fun sex and we can have a good time together and have that relaxing, chilled out environment that I don't get with my husband, that he doesn't want. I mean, he's tried. He really has. Yeah. He's getting stupidity yeah. and miserable and crazy. And like I can't be running around with him the way he wants to run around all the time. I need a lot more downtime. And so it's like, okay, you go do your thing. And, you know, and he he has found someone very much like him who's go, 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 go. And they keep up with each other. And it's kind of, okay, off you go. Have a good. But time. you can
0: see, I love what you're saying. And it's so exciting to me to think the possibilities on the evolution that our gay community is really – At the forefront of, it's scary and and all that, but it does speak to the fact that I think you need that much more communication because how we all are busy people. You and I were talking offline, Brian, how busy we are, like trying to, you know, get our stuff together here. When are you spending time then with your husband and finding the time to then spend Ooh. time with a boyfriend and do all of this? I mean, that that I mean <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it, it, and it the can be crazy days. making.
2: And that's again why communication is so important, right? It's like how like right now it's been sort of easy because you know, they're both long distance relationships. So it hasn't presented much of an issue. Mm -hmm. And both of our we're we're in Canada. Our guys are American. I couldn't even, you know, he's like 70 miles away and I can't even cross the border through the whole of COVID. You're in Canada? Yeah, I live in Vancouver.
0: Oh, I love. Yeah, Canada. You okay, hear
2: sorry. His I heard. I heard I it. too. <laughs> that, that's a Montreal right, accent. Sorry. So. <laughs> I so picked yeah, it You up. know, the long distance thing. It yeah. does make it a little bit easier. So you know, recently, because you know this situation is becoming much more casual, and you know, we're having conversations about. It, so he's like, "What does it look like if you find somebody here?" I said, "We need to think about that. Like, is it one night a week? Is it like, do how structured does it need to be for you to be comfortable? Like." Because I want to go in knowing what our idea is. And note that I didn't Mm -hmm. say rules. We'll talk about rules in a second. Uh Knowing what our idea is so that I can find somebody who's going to be cool with that idea, right? Rules will always be broken. I think that rules are the death knell in an open relationship. The only rule can be two rules, communication and respect. That's it. Yes, I love it. Communicate and you respect each other, you're good to go. Everything else is just going to get complicated and confusing, and someone's going to break the rules, and someone else is going to get pissed off, and it's just not going to work. And then yeah, how because do when you,
0: because when you break a you rule, Cody, break a, a breaking rule, yeah, yeah, if you broke a rule <laughs> of mine, Cody, end of it, end it's of over. it, it's over, oh my my five, bitch. Yeah, but if we don't have those, if we have two solid, you know pillars yeah, so, and beyond you know, the pillars you
2: guy a lot i'm not feeling really comfortable can we talk about that i'm worried about what's going on you've got to be able to communicate at that level for it to work and so yeah, things yes. you know it's like I am also not a fan uh, and I've had to coach some client, talk some clients down from this who, you know, they know their partner's not going to be comfortable. So they just go cheat. I'm like, you know, first of all, you're going to get caught eventually. So this is not going to work. And then it's not the right moment to all of a sudden be asking for an open relationship that you've already been in. Only your partner didn't know. Right. Not so good. And then there's the don't ask, don't tell thing. We have so many friends who are in this don't ask, don't tell situation. And it's kind of like, Okay, you don't ask, and he doesn't tell, but eventually someone else is going to tell you, and what are you going to do? How well, are you we feel have, and- when one of your friends says, oh, I just saw, I saw your husband out with this guy, and they were clearly together. Like, yeah, you know, I what's don't what's think I, would,
0: I don't think I would like that either. We have a lot of people writing into, on our show here where they say – You know, we have don't ask, don't tell, and one of them will go into the room and the other one's on the phone and they and they put the phone down immediately. And the other one knows immediately that they were like on grinder or whatever, and that they were doing this whole thing. And it's like, I know what you're doing. Why do you have this whole thing? That was one of our recent person that wrote in. I just think, yeah, if if it's why not just be more open about it, it's just especially in
1: this day and age. Precisely,
0: and
2: you know it's really important for people to respect the level of communication that their partner needs as well. So you know we we don't want don't ask don't tell, but we don't want like I I'm a terrible oversharer.
0: Really, really, that's why we invited you on the show. You make good TV.
2: Yeah. So, and my and my husband is definitely not. He's a very pulled back kind of not really okay. comfortable communicating about emotions and sexuality. And so, you know, we had to figure out how do we do this. Like, how yeah. much do you need to know, and how much do I need to not be sharing, so that we've got solid enough boundaries that we can manage it, but nobody's getting upset or freaked out or getting having horrible TMI information. Yeah, go <laughs> like, oh, no, stop it. I don't want more. And we mm-hmm. have learned to shut each other down. So sometimes i are like, you know what? We've talked about him for the last hour. We need to shut this down now. I'm, we're done talking about your other relationship. Let's
0: it's really on. refreshing to hear this, and it's about adults being adults, right? Like when we give ourselves the chance to really be adults, that we can go beyond the cheating or, or let's just you know, don't ask, don't tell, we can actually be adult about this. And that's kind Definitely. of an exciting thought and theory really that I think can really exist. Mm-hmm. And it gives me hope. It really does. Yeah, yeah I
2: think it's, I think it's, you know, it's, it's not for the faint of heart, but it's something that can be done. And yeah, you're right. Everybody has to be willing to come to the table, to be an adult, to work, to do the work they need to do to get through their own stuff. And yeah. then to really make the partnership a focus and see the good things that is brought to the partnership by the other things that are going on outside it, just like anything else in life, right?
0: Well, before yeah. I let you go, I know you always, on your website, you talked about um, aging. And one of the things you deal, talk to people is dealing with aging and, you know, I'm 51 now and I'm happy fabulous. As a, and Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I was 60, so <laughs> okay, yeah. and, you, and you talked about Fabulous. my husband is
2: 70 next week and fabulous. And fabulous. So we fabulous. are all
0: doing, you know, not letting it I think I speak of my age all the time. My a lot of my friends go, I can't believe you say your age. And I'm like, why? I, I'm half proud of it. I don't know that everyone we do live in a society, a gay society, if you will, that at times can be very ageist and ages is out of the popular culture. What can you tell us about the work that you do with people that are dealing with aging in a society, a gay society that sometimes doesn't welcome them?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I do a lot of that kind of work. I think part of it is just to start be comfortable in your own skin. My God, mm-hmm. we're like yeah. we're mature adults already. Yeah. And allow you know i remember like i was out really young i came out when i was 15 in the 70s
0: oh wow okay and you
2: know and i remember the same dynamic was going on then we'd all be all look at the old chicken hawk blah 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 <laughs> it's the nature of what generations <laughs> <laughs> it's the nature of generations to do that stuff yeah. and i think we just can't let it bug us it's like yeah, if yeah. a bunch of young guys wants to go Ooh, ooh it's like oh ooh, whatever i don't care yeah. I'm here because I'm having fun. If you don't like it. Like okay, but it, is it
0: a big, <laughs> is it still a big deal as we think it is? Or are we making it's it a, a huge bigger deal? deal. It's okay. a huge
2: deal for some people. I don't think it needs to be a huge deal. Okay. Um. I think part of it, honestly, is that, you know, we lost a huge chunk of my generation. Yeah. We lost yeah. a huge chunk of this generation. And so we don't have a lot of, a lot, there's not a lot of gay men in there, like, 60s and 70s and later 50s now and so we're sort of missing this whole chunk of the population who mm-hmm. would be a much more sizable much more powerful i think about the boomers right there would have be so many of us this dynamic would have been a lot different right the, the younger generation would have been smaller and i think would have wielded a lot less power but my position is we are giving them the power yeah
0: Here's wow. my power.
2: You can make me feel bad about how old I am. So here's my power. No, thanks. Yeah. I really don't need a 20-year-old having power over me. Thank you That's very right.
1: much. I'm too Let's busy loving equal. the people that, that love me. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in
2: being equal. If you're not ready for equal, then when you you know grow up, and we'll talk later. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I love that.
0: And you know what? I never thought of that, about how we lost you – know, I mean, I know we lost a huge chunk, but yeah. how they would have been around – kind of setting a tone perhaps that we don't and it's a huge chunk i never thought of it that way and that's yeah so but i
2: think what's also happening and i and i felt this in my practice i'm getting a lot of younger guys who are interested in talking and reaching out for little bits of advice and stuff and it's been interesting i kind of like it seems that like guys in their 20s now are much more interested in what the older generation has to say. And they're looking for those mentors, right? So I think for, you know, I think that we've got an opportunity to shift things here. And all it is, is just not buying into it. Like, live healthy, take care of yourself from a health perspective. And don't go like going crazy trying to look younger, because it just doesn't help. And it doesn't make you feel better. And it doesn't necessarily make you live longer either.
1: Well, I still might not say my name, my age out loud, though. It's okay. That's okay. You don't have to do what you need to do, buddy. Don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) Brian Manigan, thank you so much. This has been so good. You can follow Brian. And I I was on your website earlier today and you give kind of a free consultation. If you just Uh want to talk through, it's like an hour consultation. Tell us about that real quick.
2: Just talk through whatever you're going through. You know, there's a little bit of structure to it. The the, the purpose of it is really so we can figure out whether we'd be a good match to work together. But in that context, I'm giving you that perspective from out here and going like, okay, you know, this is what's going on. These are the things you could think about. Sometimes it really is a matter of me referring them to somebody else because I know this is just not going to be what you need. And that Mm -hmm. does happen. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, okay, you know, we'd be great to work together. This is how it could work. Let's figure that out. And that's so, so it's really a nice opportunity. But I always like to make sure that anyone leaves that session with at least least a plan an idea of where they need what they need to do to get where they want to go you know it's only an hour so there's only so much you can do but to give them some perspective on their life it's good
0: yeah and you can go to gay guru dot coach uh, we'll list everything on tagspodcast.com. um <laughs> Would you want to stick around? We do one fun segment about thirst trap on picking the best thirst trap of the week. Sure. Do you want to stick around for that? Do you want to put oh, that God. in? I'm grabbing the, it right now. <laughs> grab it on. Let's play with Brian while we have him here. Um, this is a segment that we started last year. That straight up gay porn started. It's called the thirst trap recap. And this week they shoot. They tell us which of these twenty gay porn stars took the best photo or video our job on this show is to tell us which one and descriptively describe on this audio (laughs) podcast why we think the one is so you're just getting the link now so um we won't make you go first brian i promise
1: (laughs) since you're new to it it. Um, take it all in to be honest i haven't
0: had a chance to look But, Cody, hopefully you you have. I haven't. So I'm looking right now. I think I found mine, and I'm stopping. I kind of spun the wheel, and I think I on it i'm just gonna go Am with it right, right, right now. now it's okay. spider-man it's big <laughs> oh it is big mike and the reason it is why absolutely spider-man
1: <laughs> it's spider-man for <laughs> me
0: because we did a we used to do these live broadcasts at different bars and i remember one time we did it at an aids benefit on halloween and there was a guy in a spider-man outfit and i'm I like Spider-Man like every kid did back in the day. But this Spider-Man that I saw, I was like, I am getting a picture with this Spider-Man. And (laughs) he did not have his dick out like that. But his body was like in, you know, because it's all spandex, right? His body filled out that spandex and he had the most piercing Green eyes and he accepted this photograph that he that I asked to take with me. But in this photograph by I think it's Big Mike, yep. Um, he is wearing the full head, the full gear, Spider-Man. He does he's filling it out okay. I don't know that Spider-Man is really like supposed to, he's more of a boy. When you say Cody, you're a you're a fan of it right he's uh, he's more like spider boy yes spider right. boy <laughs> but the dick is a full spider man <laughs> that, is, that is a man dick that's if spidey, i've ever spider seen spider baby one. arm right there the balls <laughs> are, quite like a boy with a man's
2: dick right <laughs> the, the balls are laying out
0: when the balls oh. lay out like that and spread out like that and the dick goes up like that i'm here for it i give big mike my pick, and I'm voting for him right now as we speak. Um, Cody, did you have a chance to go through this? And who oh, is your. Oh, you no, know I did.
1: <laughs> it was the <laughs> thing I did before. I do this before I do anything else, really. So, All my right. pick, my standout. No offense, was-
0: Brian, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have my priorities. Let's just put yeah. it that way. My pick is Adrian Hart. He's it's The picture is so oh. artistic and beautiful, and he looks so delectable and he's sitting in a chair and he's naked spread eagle. His uh his bottom half is in the sunlight, or should I say <laughs> the bottom two three two-thirds because his dick is huge, number one, and the top half is in the shadow and he, he his skin is glistening and he has this you know face that says you know you want to come and suck this dick right now so i he's my god i am adrian
0: oh i see him right now okay black history month yeah (laughs) i did it for the culture yes (laughs) didn't it could have been in the july and he he probably still would have won i would have yes brian are you sticking with spider-man or do you have you had a chance to kind of scroll through
2: i'm kind of. scrolling through, and I think yeah, Spider-Man's definitely gone, but, but I think Heart Stroken probably is, is getting my number two for sure. <laughs> oh. Hot Boy doing all hit of poppers, you know, that's always going to
0: win. I, I, <laughs> I, you guys have made me blush. <laughs> <laughs> I scrolled through that one, I'm like, what is he doing hit a poppers? And I kind of was obsessed with that one too. That's kind of amazing. Who is it? Who? It, Heart, uh, let me see, I'm on it right now um Who is it Just heart, heart stroken oh and he's, okay it's a video and he's literally doing a hit of poppers sitting on his couch at, with his dick full full on uh, heart as he yeah. and then he strokes okay,
1: yeah oh okay all right <laughs> get it heart what are the people saying cody so the people are saying Angel Rivera, who was another one of my picks, too. It's between Angel Rivera and Adrian Hart, but I chose Adrian Hart. That's, that's Silas' pick. And then Daniel picks Adrian Hart along with A me. lot of Adrians in this. I mean, it, it's a good picture. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it is a good picture. <laughs> and then Blake Mitchell for Blake. And he says it's not because they have the same name, but I don't okay, believe Okay, now. <laughs>
0: Seriously, Blake. No, I love the name Blake. Blake is such a soap opera name. It it's like, Blake. Oh. Blake. I'm thinking Dynasty. I'm aging myself. Oh. Anyway, Silas okay. says those thighs. Um, who was he talking about? On those Adrian thighs? Hart. On Adrian. Thunder yes. thighs. Yes. Oh, I love a good thigh moment. Yeah. They save lives. That's what Daniel they- says. <laughs> <laughs> we can play this game i'm gonna study it the rest of the night thank you so much oh my yes, gosh brian thank you so much brian brian thank, thank you, you so guys much. so
2: much it was super fun super happy to be here
0: absolutely again go to gayguru.coach we'll list all this on textpodcast.com on how you could work with brian or get that consultation um thank you so much it's been so much fun yeah, it's been fun super fun All right. We'll talk to you soon. We'll bring it back on. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to. Sounds good. Bye. 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 Oh, my God, Cody. And next week, do not forget our five-year anniversary is next. I'm so excited. Part one. You can celebrate with us on a two-parter next Monday Five year anniversary Monday, February seventh at seven PM Eastern time. Uh, go to our tags podcast and in the in our liner in our description there you'll see the link on how you can join us seven PM Eastern next February this next week Monday. Yes, um, join us for a celebration. It'll be a lot of fun and Can't wait. Follow my co host Cody Maurice Dauguet. At yeah. Mr. Maurice on Instagram, or he's a life coach as well. I am. I K- am.
1: I'm going to hit up Brian. We're going to do okay a collaboration. So. <laughs>
0: Collaborate. <laughs> all right. KMD coaching on Instagram. KMD coaching. Uh, all right, Cody. So much fun. We got some. So, I love tonight. Thank you. Always. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. In the meantime, continue having hot. Gay. Gay sex. sex. Yes. yes. Thanks, you